Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. In track, welcome to Taz Racing Talk with Cam Luke and Campbell Brown. Good afternoon. Wherever you might be, wherever you are, hello. What a big weekend, Taz Racing Talk. Cam Luke and the big man is back. Campbell Brown, he's, he's pumped up his back tire. <laughs> and and I'm not as big anymore. Have you noticed I've trimmed down a little bit? You need a haircut, isn't it? You're talking about the haircut. <laughs> I needed a haircut. The mullet's gone. Um, I'd, I'd be gobsmacked if mm. I haven't shaved a couple of kgs uh, off no, the No, you old, look fit. Off you the do look belly. fit. I don't have a, um, a scales or anything, so it's just <laughs> sort of going by, by eye. But, um, yeah, mate, it's good to be back and... Mm-hmm. Uh, did did the races Wednesday night? How'd you go? Um, no, Launceston. You, normally a, your playground. That's How'd a loaded question because I sent you my my tips. <laughs> I know uh, before the night started, and um, I'm not sure if it saved anyone out there listening. But I did get the first four in the last mm-hmm. race, and um, there was a couple of people that might have boxed them up, uh, even though I, I specifically said uh, in order. Yeah, but but hey, smart people. Listen, listen and then, yeah, <laughs> and then listen ignore and, it. and then ignore it and make other decisions. <laughs> oh, what a world. There's so much to get into. Brennan Ryan, not too far away. Uh, Taya Stalker's going to join us as well. Jamie Cockshut in fine form. So much to get into. What what a big week it has been. And before we do get, how has your week been, mate? Like you have busy. been doing riding and, gee, you are. You, you, you're busier now than you've ever been. Well, now that we're out of lockdown and you mm. can uh, you can do some things. Yeah. I, I have been very busy, obviously. Um. Uh, flew up to Mildura last Thursday night. Yes. We started the bike ride Friday. Uh, Mildura to Oyun, 100 kilometres. Uh, Oyun to Swan Hill, about 130. Swan Hill to Echuca, which was 160. And um, uh, Echuca to Yarrawonga. Mm-hmm. Yarrawonga to Wangaratta. And that's yep. when I sort of tapped out, came back to Melbourne yep. to um, to do some races and do a few things. See the family as well. Jeez, of course. Uh, Jess wasn't wrapped that I was going to be leaving her for 11 days with two two kids. So I negotiated a, a nice little break in the middle, which, to be honest, I thoroughly needed because right knee, left Achilles, uh, lower back and, and uh, backside. I, I, I'm not going to lie. Me. I gave you an absolute cook the other day Did via you your flat tyre story. Please just fit the people... Uh, right across Australia, in particular Tasmanians, and there are many bike riders who don the Lycra on a daily basis and get up, up and down, and know exactly what it's like and how hard it is to do when you're on a bike for a long period of time. But they're all smarter than you because they do have two tyres that have blown up to the perfectly... Perfect PSI. What I'll, did you do? I'll never hear a bike rider say how hard a ride is again in my life. Um, oh, because what I did and what I put myself through physically, mentally, and emotionally yep. and spiritually, I don't reckon many cyclists could have done. They ride on full uh, full PSI, mm-hmm. which uh, is about 100. I went 160 kilometres mm-hmm. from Swan Hill to Echuca yep. in a headwind in 31 degrees. With a flat back tire, PSI of twenty. I still, yes, I was going slow. I, my rate had dropped from sort of twenty-five kilometers an hour to eighteen and a half. Yep. And I had to stop every ten or so kilometers. Yep. For the last sixty, but that is because 
I basically had a tyre that was flat, completely flat. Um, someone gave me the uh, equivalent of uh, riding through mud and another equivalent of trying to cut down an oak tree with a blunt axe. Now, just tell so me I if still I'm wrong. got there through pure heart, determination and grit. 126 Ks, right? 160 point. 161. How many people? How many people on the ride? Twelve. And geez, did they and, look after and me? And support staff. They protected me from the wind. Not one person in 160 k's looked yeah. at your back tire and said, "Hey, get brownie. I think it's flat." They did when we got there. <laughs> I honestly, I think an Essendon supporter hobbled me during the night. I reckon it was like the old far lap big, incident where big, they tried to get to far lap and big uh, shout out to Matty Lloyd who was on the <laughs> ride as well. All right, let's get to our man Brendan Ryan. I'm not sure if Brennan ever gets on the back of a bike, but I can tell you what, he gives us winners galore. And hello, he joins us, mate. Hello to you, buddy. Hi, Cam. Hi, Brownie. Brownie, look, mate, many congratulations. Uh, you've got my utmost respect what you've done over the last couple of days. I mean, the last time I was on a bike at that buddy training world, <laughs> you've, you've done a tremendous job, mate. Nah, oh. thanks, Brennan. I saw that you were, uh, you were following along the journey on Twitter, so I appreciate the support, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 big day today, mate. Huge day. Certainly is. We've got the Devonport Chase final coming up. Race one kicks off at about 3.17. So uh, plenty happening in between now and then. And um, we've got a great field lining up for the final, which is race eight on the card. So 25 grand on the line and Ooh. yeah, great field. Oh, the excitement and you can you sort of feel it. We've spoken so much about when these big races roll around, but you can feel it today, can't you? You certainly can. Um, you know, we've had Look, we've had good interest in it so far. Um, you know, all eight finalists have deserved to uh, make it in there. And Ferdinand Boy, who probably went in there as one of the top seeds, um, you know, he did everything right apart from, you know, he that was his first look at the track and he got through and he and he ran a brilliant second there and he's qualified nevertheless. Yeah, and that's what you want to see. You want to see these, these, these animals stand up and have the opportunity to deliver on the biggest stage. You certainly do. And... Um, you know, we've got a real good field. You know, it's a mix of experienced, well-seasoned dogs. And there's one dog in there today called Sacred Stance. Look, he may be the youngest dog in the field. You know, some people could critic and say that he may have, you know, some less in experience than these dogs. But he's right in there. He's right in, you know, up in up into his ears in this race. It's going to be a big, it's going to be a big final. Uh, how excited are you, mate? Because I know you're going to be uh, a huge, huge part of the build-up, of course, on Taz Racing TV yeah. as well. Yeah, Matty Reid and I will be uh, trackside there. I'll uh, I'll be out and about, and um, yeah, this is you know I've lived here in the state for nearly you know seven years now, and I've seen um, quite a few of these cups, and this is you know one of the most exciting races we've got coming up, you know, the, the first of the three big features because it's, you know, it represents that all the locals get out and support it and, um, you know, it's a mix of the interstate dogs versus the local dogs. So it's always a, always a good contest. All right. Well, i tell you what, Cameron Betts is uh, excited, no doubt, and you've been able to get him on the line. Brennan, take it away. Well, I certainly have. Well, Cameron, mate, many congratulations. Firstly, on getting, the, getting this pup into the final. I mean, you and Teddy Meadows must be... Um, Thrilled to see the way he's gone. He's undefeated, six out of six. Um, how's the confidence levels heading into the final this afternoon? Yeah, g'day, guys. Look, it's, it's good to be um, Yeah, a little bit nervy, Brennan. Actually, they're starting to kick in a bit now, mate. But, um, yeah, look, you know, Teddy's done a wonderful job with his pup. I mean, um, 
you know, he's got him to come to hand pretty quickly. I guess he's had, you know, he's only had six starts and six wins, and and here we are in a in a Group Three, you know, chase final. So, I guess most full credit goes to Teddy and the and the way he's been able to bring him to hand, you know, in his short career. Um, you know, it's, it's certainly been a masterful performance. When that before the series come round, Cameron, he put in a real good run there, about twenty five thirty odd on the clock, and. Obviously, you keep in contact with Teddy. He must have had a bit of confidence, you know, to think, you know, let's throw a, you know, our hat in the ring with this dog and see what he can do. Because there's not many dogs that come out in a grade five and run, 20, you know, like I said, 25, 30 odd on the clock. That's an impressive effort. No, you're right, Brennan. Look, as I said, mate, it's all, it's all, it's all come to hand pretty quickly. You know, he's, as I said, he, you know, each time he stepped out, he's just, he's just found that little bit more. And, you know, a 25, 30 run at um, Devonport for a pup is, um, you know, it's just an outstanding effort, and um, yeah, he's certainly given us great excitement along the way. How's the um, obviously after the heat win? You, you know, emotions are high. You, you would have been really thrilled. Um, your family, uh, no doubt, they would have been following the dog and all your mates as well. And, um, any of them coming down with you this afternoon to watch the dog go around? Yeah, look, mate, it was. I mean, you know, sorry to be a party pooper on on your behalf, Brendan, with um, with Flash, but. You know, I thought his I thought his heat run, mate, was just massive. You know, um, you know, I knew he had to go early with with Flash. He, you know, he's he always comes out and goes about seventy in the splits, and you know, I just knew that he had to come out and put a bit of pressure on him early. And you know, for him to run outside him and you know, albeit a small head that he got the win, I just I just thought it was a you know a really brave effort from a young dog. Um, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, but in saying that, mate, yeah, look, I've got a few friends and the family coming today, so you know, come five thirty, we're going to be we're going to be cheering, that's for sure. Oh, no doubt, and no, look, I've got to give you full credit. That was a benchmark heading into that race, and he certainly passed that. And when you can do that against a you know a, a seasoned dog like Blackpool Flash, you've done everything. You know, you deserve every merit. And win, lose or draw, what happens today, Cameron? You're going to have a, a fantastic dog going through. You know, this next couple of months and. I just hope you and Teddy enjoy every every run you're going to have with him because he's just going to give you 110. percent Yeah, look, you're right, Ben. Look, absolutely, mate. Whatever you know, whatever happens today, mate, I'll still be smiling after the race. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, look, obviously, you've had a good year so far. Uh, you and your mate Scotty Bryan joined forces earlier this year. You took out the South Australian Oaks, but don't tell lies. Um, I understand she's headed to Queensland. She's going to contest the Queensland Futurity coming up. She is, mate. She's up there at the moment and, um, you know, in the hands of, of astute trainer in Tony Brett. And, you know, Scotty sort of, you know, full credit to him too. You know, he sort of got me into the game. You know, we got a, we got a syndicate together, you know, in the last couple of years. And, you know, he's got a, a lot of knowledge. And, um, you know, we sort of reached out and put our hands in our pocket. And, you know, we bought some some pretty well-bred greyhounds. And um, the early success we've had has, has certainly paid off. And, you know, don't tell lies as done a wonderful job under Lauren Harris in South Australia and um, yeah. yeah we're looking for it to um, put a best foot forward in up in Queensland that's for sure well guys as you can hear it in Cameron's voice he's really you know yeah. he's excited and, mm. and and not only that Cameron I understand you got a litter of 11 pups on the ground by Fernando Bale out, out of um, Greece explosion you must be um, you know looking forward to that as well there's plenty um, you know plenty going on at the moment yeah, mate. Yeah, no. She's um, unfortunately we did, we did lose a couple early on, but um, no, we're left with eight. So yeah. you know, she um obviously threw a rip away and a couple other good ones out a litter early on. So we're 
you know, that's um, really looking forward to seeing what Santa Bale can, can bring to um, Greece Explosion. Yep, yep. Um, guys, is there anything you want to ask Cameron? Yeah, I was just going to ask uh, Cameron. I remember when Peter Moody spoke about uh, Black Caviar, with every win, um, you know, staying undefeated was fantastic, but also the level of expectation and, and the nerves that he used to get leading up to the race rose significantly. Um, sacred stand six and oh, I'm not suggesting that this dog's going to, uh, you know, go undefeated through its career. But have you found that with each win comes greater expectation and, and the fan base grows a little bit? It, it's a little bit more nerve wracking. Yeah, look, no doubt, mate. I mean, it's, I think it's just the way he's sort of come out and stepped up and, and each win he's, you know, he's just improved so much. You know, I guess it just, you know, they um, they tend to tend to look back and, and take note of the, the way he's been winning and, Certainly, that expectation has grown, and yep. um, look, I'm under no illusion today that he's got to step up again. Yeah. Um, you know, he's he's got stars drawn either side of him, and and the caliber of the dogs, you know, in the race as well. So, look, the expectation's there, mate. But as I said, I I think if he can run a couple of good sections, he'll be right in it. Beautiful. We wish you well. It's uh, it's a fantastic day of racing today, and um, hopefully, uh, the un beaten record stays intact yeah thank you very much beautifully done mate good luck Cameron gonna do it uh, what a big night it is of course Brennan stay with us mate because uh, uh, I know you've got some best bets to give us not just for this particular race and meeting but over the course of the next couple of days mate far away yeah certainly um, look for the final I'm gonna give you uh, my top four I'm gonna go Superior Wallace number one to beat three Ferdinand Boy eight Aston Lee and two Sacred Stands I'm going to keep Sacred Stance in the top four. Look, it's just a bit of an illusion on, on how this field are going to plan out, you know, in the first five or six strides. But I think they're the top four dogs that are really going to put themselves into it. And then, yeah, we're just going to see how it goes. But what a good field. And overall, I've got three best bets for the card. In race two, I'm going to go with Silent Kiko in box three. In race three, I'm going to go with Man Overboard, who's drawn box one. And in race nine, I'm going to give you Miss Avatar. She's drawn the checks in box two. Beautifully done at SN underscore track as well, mate. So what exactly are, your, uh, are you on track? What, what, what are your plans tonight, mate? Um, the way it's situated, um, Matt Reed and I will have a little uh, outdoor studio there and uh, we'll be around the grounds. We'll have a chat to a couple of the finalists and uh, we'll come on each race and uh, we'll discuss my top four and uh, have a look through what we can uh, do to find a winner or two. Mate, and I reckon you'll find a few too. Enjoy. It's a very exciting day, mate. Enjoy it as much as you, you can when you're working hard, and we'll talk to you soon. No worries, guys. Give us a uh, follow on Twitter throughout the day, and you can have a look, and um, hopefully we'll, uh, we can steer you into a good winner. And, and uh, again, once again, Brownie, many congrats <laughs> on uh, your, uh, your writing over the last couple of days. Thanks, Brennan. Cheers, mate. Enjoy the day. Beautifully done. Thank you. Taz Racing TV on Facebook is where you find him, and it's going to be a huge day with the Ladbrokes Devonport chase this afternoon. Race 8 from Devonport. We can't wait for it. Very quick break. Plenty more on the other side of this. All thanks to Ladbrokes Campbell Brown. Cam Luke, it's Taz Racing Talk. You most certainly are, wherever you might be. Hello to you. You can get involved. 0499 736 736. Now, Brownie, it must be said, and for anyone who listened to SEN Track on Wednesday night, Brownie did not. In fact, I won't just say you, but Damien Watson and Josh Jenkins, none of you had a nice night <laughs> finding a winner, but we've been able to find someone who did have a very nice night. You can take this, mate, because you're the uh, you are the king of Wednesday night racing, and we've got a new queen. 
We certainly do. Yeah, Taya Stalker, welcome to uh, to SEN Track. Uh, it's great to speak to you. How are you feeling after your nice night on Wednesday night in Launceston? Hey, uh, yeah, no, I feel great. It was really good to finally outride my claim, my four-kilo claim, I should say. Down to three kilos yep. now, so um, that should... Uh, that should open uh, a few more doors for you. Now, you know there's a new nickname for you down in, no, in Tassie. They, don't, don't. They're calling you Taya the Night Stalker because you do your best work <laughs> oh, at night at Launceston. That's, that's a brownie thing, Taya. <laughs> Is it not all of us? Just brownie. <laughs> I can't believe you've gone with it. <laughs> he was telling me off air not to go with it, but, but there it is. No, you must be absolutely wrapped. Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, hey, Taya, just talk to us a little bit about your your build up and and how you got into into being a, wanting to be a jockey. How it all happened when you were when you were growing up. Was it always you wanted to be a jockey? How, how, how did you get to this point and and, and riding so particularly well? Um, I remember I used to watch the races as a kid, and I was always like, oh, I just would really like to do that. And yeah, when I got to grade ten, I found some work experience down at Seven Mile Beach with uh, John Marchill and. Um, yeah, it's just gone from there. Ends up getting my apprenticeship with Cameron. Cameron, um, yeah, Cameron's been a massive, uh, obviously, supporter and, and help for, for you. Tell us a, a little bit about that relationship. Um, yeah, Cameron's been very, very good to me. Um, yeah, he offered me a job. I was at the start of COVID, I think, um, and I come up for a trial, and yeah, I just never left. <laughs> So. Yeah, beautiful. Um, talk us through the the uh, the winner uh, in race five on Wednesday night, um, GG Queen B. Uh, I, I thought it was an outstanding ride because, um, to my eye, and you'll be able to talk us through this a bit early, a bit, bit uh, better. But you, you seem to go quite early on on the horse, and uh, you took off before the turn, kicked uh, a little bit clear, really used that uh, that claim advantage of yours, and and was far too too good to the line. You, you found. Um, a couple of horses, the well-backed Azara, uh, who was my best of the night. Just you, you just caught him napping a little bit, didn't you? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I actually haven't. I've watched how she raced at Launceston, and I just noticed that a lot of the time the jockeys always send the hooker out before the corner, and so I was there, and I was, she was really strong. So I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go," and I went, and yeah, she's just too strong. So I just. Now I have a fuzzy memory at different times, but obviously your your first was your first ride a win, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, on Trojan Storm. Okay, so it was obviously a, an interesting day because there were there were the, some of the senior jockeys who, at that particular case, uh, were striking, and 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 it was a weird day. But so you rode one, you won, and then did the other one get scratched at the barriers? Yeah, so I was actually on my way down to the gates, and my um, stirrup come off, my stirrup um, iron and leather come off it actually broke him up on the saddle yep. so yeah we had to scratch him at the barriers so when you go back at night time and you you've you, you wanted to be a jockey and you're working towards it and you get on finally in a race and you win and then you're on the way to the what goes through your mind like you're heading to the gate you're feeling good and all of a sudden there's a snapped iron or or a snapped iron um how does it like what's the emotion around that because so many things go into that first race ride and that first meeting and, and being able to actually ride competitively it must have been a, a weird feeling but also an amazing feeling all kind of rolled into one because you had such different experiences on your first two rides yeah well, like they say the highs and lows of racing um <laughs> yeah i was i was kind of shocked i was like oh, i can't believe that happened but um 
anyway, it was good that I still got the win, so I wasn't too mad. That, that's true. Well, what do you, when you think about and you're working hard, do you allow yourself to dream a little bit? Do you allow yourself to, to, to think of the, of the next steps and where you want to end up? And is it, is it possibly going to, you know, to Victoria at some point or South Australia, which, you know, some of these really good Tasmanian jockeys have done at some point? Do you allow yourself to think about that and, and dream of those goals or do you just take it one day by time? Um, yeah, I do dream sometimes about, yep. you know, hopefully that's where my career will end up going. Um, but, yeah, I just try and take it one day at a time. But, yeah, those are probably my goals. You've got a really big day of racing on Sunday at Hobart, six rides. Um, what's your, your best chance for the punters out there listening? You, um, you, you won on Shamsu last start. You're building a nice little relationship with that mare. That's going around in race seven. Which uh, Which horse... Do you think is your best chance of uh, of another winner? Um, well, I've had a look. I think if Shamsu can bring her that form again, um, and she's stepping up to fourteen hundred, I'm pretty sure. So I reckon she might be a um, place chance, or hopefully another win. But I actually think Steer for Lady. She likes the Hobart track. She mm-hmm. I've um, ran two places on her now, so. Hopefully she can get the win for me down at Hobart. Beautiful. It's an exciting time because we get into there's some good racing going on. Once you get into the new year, there's you know obviously got the cups and you have got some derbies there as well. It's it's a really good time to to be informed, eh? And, and riding as well as you are right now because there's some really good opportunities over the next couple of months. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, it's very exciting anyway. <laughs> what do you do away from the? I I ask this of every jockey, and, and traditionally the answer is. Not much because you obviously got so much going on around the stables and, and riding and all the rest of it. But do, do, you, do you have time for hobbies away from racing, away from the stables and away from the saddle? Um, not really, actually. I just, um, like, my whole life has been around horses. Yep. So generally, if I'm not riding race horses, it's something to do with horses. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I usually will catch up with some friends on the weekend, but that's about it. You don't ride uh, equestrian or a dressage stuff in your uh, downtime, do you? Uh, no, I used to um, just like do a bit of trail riding, going to the beaches and that with the horses. That was about it. So. What, what, you got a favourite track? Do you, do you have one you just like or you, you have a little inclination towards any others? Because they're, they're, they're all great tracks, a lot of great tracks in Tasmania, but is there one that stands out for you for whatever reason? Um, I actually like riding at... Devonport. Yep. I don't know why, whether it's because I've ridden on it so much, but that one probably is my favourite track, and I feel like I ride that one the best. All right, well, keep it brownie. We're obviously down for the Devonport Cup early well, we in, are, in January, yes. so uh, we'll, we'll keep there. that in mind for when we're having our $5 each way. Always gamble responsibly. But, uh, <laughs> uh, Taya, thank you. Yes. Uh, to, to see you do what you do at the moment, and, and Brownie here at SCN Track, the, he, he runs the Wednesday night crew, and yep. uh, they, new, they love the meetings. She's and, got a new nickname. Yeah, I hope, no, I hope no. that gets a little bit of traction. I, I actually hope it doesn't. <laughs> I really hope it doesn't. So, uh, Taya, congratulations, and continue to have the good form and having a chat to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I, there's only twice you've ever come to me and said I got a nickname for a yes, jockey. Yes, true. One, Kieran McAvoy. Yep. It was a good one. It, it was, and it was. Tenzing Norgay. Because? He, uh, well, mul- rode, climbed Everest multiple times. Yeah, which Kevin, Kieran McAvoy's <laughs> done now. I'm glad I got it <laughs> Just. And then this second and one, I, said, I think it's just as good. I, 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 I said, that one, Tenzing pick ups. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure Taya is aware of the Night Stalker as well, which is a horribly tragic situation no, many is. years it ago. Is. But, but uh... geez.
Guys are wrong. <laughs> we'll get to the news. Jamie Cox, that's not far away. Your text, get to it. 0499 736 736. Telling you, don't go with it ever again. <laughs> Campbell Brown, Cam Luke, wherever you might be. Well, thanks to Ladbrokes. Hello to you. We work our way through Taz Racing Talk on a big week and a big day. Don't forget the Group 3 Ladbrokes Devonport Chase this afternoon. Race number eight. It'll be live, hosted on Taz Racing TV by our man, Brennan Ryan. So if you're on Facebook, just uh, type in Taz Racing TV and away we go. It is a huge afternoon. I'm not exactly sure. I'm just going to check what time that race is on. Hopefully we're going to be on air still, Brownie, you and I, of course, on SEN track until five. Yes. Yeah, uh, just till five. Oh, it's a huge afternoon. Now. Yeah, because, yeah, we, yeah, Wodonga uh, Cup. Wodonga Cup. Cup today? I am. Um, I really, really like. Oh, hello. Keats in that race. Mm, okay. Which is the Irish horse that um, Mike Maroney's mm-hmm. had for a few starts. And tell you what, going okay. Okay. He's a very confident Campbell Brown. I'll tell you someone who is always confident. So he should be. Jamie Cockshut. He joins us right now, of course, as he does each and every Friday. Hello, big dog. There you go, boy. Doing well. Doing really well. Hobart, Launceston, big weekend. You've got a uh, a very special guest, which isn't too far away as well, to join us. But we might squeeze in your best bets and, and where we should be looking over the next couple of days first, mate. No, that's no worries, boys. Uh, we'll, we'll start at Hobart tonight. Um, a bit overcast and beautiful down, down Hobart today, but um, the meeting should go ahead. The best of them comes up, race one, number four, Khabibi. Uh, it's pretty short, but, geez, it gets into this race okay. Like, it's got much better form. It's actually a half-sister to bow tied. Um, she should be just winning. The value runners are race two, number one, Machiavelli, but you know, we've missed the odds. It's he's five fifty into three dollars now. But um I just think Barrier one, he loves the short trip and now that there's money for him I reckon the stable stable are on board, so I think he should be winning as well. Um, race three number two, the consistent street side classic, uh, trained by Billy Bates, never runs poorly. Just gets the ideal draw. Should get a nice trip and we'll be around the 5 or $6 mark and he looks on each way bet to nothing. Now, Ruffy comes up in race four at Hobart tonight. Number nine, Ramble On. Uh, Mark Yale's got a good affinity with this horse. He's got a good trailing draw. It's a pretty open race and you know, Ramble On's just starting to get back into some form. So I reckon he's a really good play, like one by two bet, boys. I like, again... How's your week been? Because your confidence, you can just sound it in, you can hear it in your voice, mate. I, I like the way you've just delivered it. it, it this isn't TV, Brownie, although you can uh, live stream us and watch can. us. But he's just looked down the camera and just delivered it straight. I Bang. think he's a fair bit of confidence now, man. No, well, well, you boys have talked me pretty well since yep. I've been talking to you. That's what I'm getting it from. You've got to be confident. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, yeah, we'll move up to Hobart Sunday night, boys. That's a that's another good meeting up there. Um, the best comes up race four, number eleven. It's Montana Jet, um, trained by Rowan Elia. Just looks a great insert in this race. Um, we'll be winning. It just depends what odds we're going to get. You know, probably one eighty would be okay to have a bet, but one fifty, yeah, I might not. But he will be winning. Um, we'll, we'll follow up with Star Rocker, race seven, number two. We tipped him last week and he got beat in the shadows of the post at Burnie after doing a fair bit of work early, but he gets an easy lead over the short trip. He should be winning. Race two, number two, big little sis. There's two chances in this race, and the other one's trained by our special guest coming up a bit shortly. But big little sis, nearly got across last week, but 
the horse on its inside kicked up. But today, on Sunday night, she will cross, and she will give plenty of cheek around the five dollar mark. And a couple of ruffies, race six number eight, Cardesla. Um, we'll be backing up from tonight, but just draws to get a soft run and if it gets a crack at him late, wouldn't be surprised to see him hitting the line okay. And race eight, number 10, he's the one. He's slowly getting back into something like his best form and when he's on song, he's very dangerous with a card into the race and drawing barrier 10, he'll be on that three wide line somewhere, mate, and he will go very close at double figure odds as well. Well, uh, at SN underscore track to get involved if you need to uh, check out the best bets as well from our man Jay, I was going to call you just JC. Well, what nickname do you have, Jay? Because we've used about fifteen different nicknames, mate. What, what do you get called? Uh, J- JC's okay, mate. Yep. JC's okay. Is, is that the normal? Is that the normal nickname? Yeah, there's a few of them like that. <laughs> yeah, you won't call me that, mate. That'll do, JC. Then, <laughs> hey, you got a very special guest, mate. Intro, our very special guest. Yeah, well, we've got Mark Regis just joining us now, mate, and um, I'm sure Mark had a pretty good weekend last weekend because one of his horses won the feature race, a horse called Got A Good Reason. Um, he cheered him up for a first up win, and, you know, there's $126 put up about him, even touched $151 at somewhere, and um, I'm sure Mark and some close friends might have had a few dollars on. Is that right, Mark? Yeah, mate, that's right. Um, we didn't get the 151s. I took 81, so that's always the way, isn't it? <laughs> Always. <Yeah. laughs> but mate, if you can back an eighty-one dollar winner, all they care if it pays hundred one or hundred fifty-one dollars. You know, they're very rare to come by. But we'll get back to the horse. Um, he went super. He was able to ping on top, and that was that's the reason he won the race. Because as you know, discretionaries, you ping on top, and you can run along at a good even tempo. It takes the classier horses that come off twenty and thirty meters. It just makes their job a lot harder. And Connor Crook, Campbell Campbell's boy, just rode him to perfection, and um, he got the job done, mate. Yeah, mate, exactly right. Um, no, Connor drove him a treat, and like you said, you've when you draw the front line like that, you've just got to you've got to take the sting out of them back markers, and that's what he done. You know, if you if you don't run along, well, they might as well start off the front row with you. Uh, that's exactly right. Well, you know, you've only got a small team, mate, but yeah, you're in a, a bit of bit of form at the moment. Yeah, just for Dave went on last Friday night at Devonport, and he's backing up again tonight um, at Hobart. Um, what are his chances? Yeah, no, he was a bit lucky. He was actually at Burnie, but he was a bit lucky, you know, what the other was galloped, but he still got the win. Um, look, yeah, I think he, he can go real close tonight. Uh, hopefully, if he sort of lands in the death, I don't think he can lead, but um, if we just roll to the to the death seat, and he should be able to dictate terms from there, I think. Yeah, no, you're right there, mate. And the other one's a, a, a handy young young horse coming through um, called Let's Go Bill. Um, I think your parents are in this ownership, so you got a little bit of pressure on you tonight, but, but he's a handy type, and he resumes tonight in a very winnable race. Yeah, yeah, mum and dad did him. Mum's had the pressure on me, actually, to get him back to the races. We had... After his last run, he sort of went a little bit of a, a little bit of a miss there, and he's taken a while to get back. But um, he had a nice little soft trial on Monday night, and now I think he should be too good for the the field that he's in. With a bit of luck, you know, drawing the back line, but I still think he should be should be winning tonight. And then we had the long session Sunday night, mate. You got a two-year-old that has shown a bit of ability, but just still learning what the game's about. But he's he's had a decent break, so I um, had a bit of time to mature called Marley J Eagle. Um, she's in this right right up to her eyeballs, mate. And, you know, what's the confidence level like for Sunday night? 
Yeah, look, yeah, he he um he should be he should be going close like a bad draw. But um or little Marky Yo, he should be able to weave a bit of magic and and uh, get him off there at some stage, you know, I think he should be should be too good for them um on Sunday. I'll be disappointed if he if he doesn't win, put it that way. So, you know, you don't mind the pun every now and then, mate. So we're giving you ten dollars there. Which one are you gonna put it on out of the three of them, mate, for the listeners? Um I'll go with uh we'll go with let's go build a night. He'll be probably a bit better odds. I like him at a decent. Yeah, we'll go with Yeah, <laughs> no, that's right. And you know, might even be worth a little, you know, parlay tonight, let's go Bill and just for a day win win, you know, you might get around about the ten or twelve dollar mark, which would be even better for the listeners. Yeah, that'll that'll be the way to go, I reckon. Well, the SEN Track family will appreciate that in a uh, in a very big way. Mate, we appreciate you jumping on having a chat to us, mate. Good luck for the weekend. Thank you very much. No worries at all. Thanks, Mark. JC, before we let you go, mate, before we let you go, any last words? You just want to back over those best bets. A few people off the text. Of course, they always go up at SEN underscore track as well, mate. But you just want to fire them off again because you found some value. Yeah, we'll, we'll go Hobart first off. Car baby. No value, but it should be winning, you know, for the punters who don't mind backing horses around the dollar eighty mark, dollar ninety. Uh race two, number one, Machiavelli. You know, we've missed the five fifty, but I still think it'll be winning. And race three, number two, Street Side Classic. He's just a consistent type. You know, he runs more places and wins, but he's gonna be thereabouts again and he might even get out to six or seven dollars. So he's an each way better than nothing. And I am pretty keen on the roughy to be honest, boys. Race four, number nine, Ramble on. He's eleven or twelve dollars at the moment. I think come start time he might start a little bit shorter than that, but he looks a really good gamble at, at you know at those sort of odds. And the main couple at Launceston, mate, the two best, Rich Montana Jet in race four, and race seven, number two, Star Rocker. And the value play, we take it on Mark Regan's horse here. We go on big little sis yeah. to beat Marley J Eagle, but it could be a, a good omen Cornella bet for our listeners if we Cornella both of them, and you know me and Mark could be both right there. I do, I do love this. Before we let you go, just off the text, why do you ask? Can you ask uh, JC how Troy Troy McDonald's form is going? Yeah, Troy Troy started off the season in a blaze of glory, but um, he's been driving a lot for you know he's been stable, you know, stable dog for Ben Yole, you know, for the last three or four years. But you know, Ben's starting to share the the better drives around, and Troy's not getting on the the better horses as much, but. Um, He's still sitting second on the tally. He's a good driver, Troy, and um, I'm sure he'll bounce back. And he generally can get a horse up at good odds. And um, I think he's on Star Rocker Sunday night. So let's just hope he can bounce back into the winners list for us and, and put Troy back in the winners list. Beautifully done, as always, mate. Love your work. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, boys. Jamie Cockshart across all things harness as we get to a break. All thanks to Ladbrokes. It's Taz Racing Talk, Buffalo. Are you a little financial interest have, in this game? Yep. I've what taken uh, Buffalo at the minus four and a half yeah. into the overs of 45.5. Well, nice start. J.A. Well, gets it going. Yeah. we just, I like to get ahead of the line. You, you do. Know, like just get some points. Ahead early. of the curve. Ahead of the curve. So they call you Campbell ahead of the curve Brown. Many years <laughs> they've been doing Always it. Always been behind the curve. <laughs> Quick break. Plenty more on the other side of this. That's what we do. Taz Racing Tour. As we get ready for a big one, don't forget the uh, Ladbrokes Devonport Chase today. Cannot wait for a race out at Devonport. And our mm. man, Brennan, has it all covered on Facebook, Taz Racing TV. All right. Speaking of uh, Devonport, we're building a nice little crew for the <laughs> Devonport Cup. you got yourself. Yep. You just locked in the um, the original Wildcat, Johnny Stephenson. He's he's going to come down. Is he back in the country yet? He is. He's home, is he? Mate, I, yeah, I spoke to him. 
Because he went over to um, Bahrain. Yeah, he went to and some... he was doing laps of the Bahrain um, Grand Prix one. course. And mm. I, he was getting this treatment that was far and above uh, anyone's pay grade, let alone Johnny Steph's. I've worked out why. Usain? He's doing some business. No, oh, no. Okay. Above Usain's Above payroll. Usain. He's doing a little bit of oh, work. Oh, here we go. For the Bahrain royal family. What is your sprinting coach for? They own a, a, a soccer team in Europe yeah. and they want uh, Johnny Steph to sort of oversee some of their decision making behind the fitness, strength and conditioning. Okay. And mate, so he reckons oh, no. that uh, one of the princes who's next in line to be king said, oh, you like, uh, you like racing cars? And Johnny goes, yeah. Well, just he think, goes, yeah, okay. give me one minute and made a phone call. And the next day they'd, they'd booked out. The, the track. Bahrain track just for John uh, measured him up and everything because the prince, mate, he's, he's, he's rolling with hey, the prince. He can't hey, be touched. Hey. Didn't even need to show his passport when he left Bahrain because he was with the prince. <laughs> That's the sort of. Is uh, the prince coming to Devonport Cup? He's not coming not? to Devonport Cup. He's not? No, but I'm a big chance to be going to Bahrain soon. <laughs> <laughs> I might play for their soccer team. Uh, Tommy so, Hacker joins us. Uh, I'm not sure if he's been to Bahrain or not, but uh, I can tell you that Ladbrokes, you've got to get involved, of course. The Ladbrokes-Devonport chase today. Looking forward to that one. And it's going to be a huge, huge weekend. Hello, buddy. How you doing? Hello, boys. I have been to Bahrain, but didn't get to uh, hang out with the Prince. I only uh, had a, a couple of nice, a couple of two-hour stopover at, at the airport. But uh, if uh, that sounds like one of the all-time great junkets, then uh, Brando, you can find you can find a junket. But I think yep. Johnny Steph got you covered there. Oh well, jo- Johnny Steph, he's like, I've had enough. Stop me when I'm wrong, Brando. I've had enough of coronavirus, yeah. so I'm going to Switzerland yep. as an Athletics Australia representative. And four months later, he's in Bahrain testing the track. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been a big, it's been a big journey. For for him, so um, and it's going to end in the most beautiful part of the world in Devonport in the new year. So, well, we'll try and get Grant Birchall, who's a Devonport local as oh, well, yes. down there as well. Hey, uh, giddy up, punters, lay broke it, gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. What do you got for us, Mark? Yeah, Ludbrook Devonport Chase this afternoon. It's a really good betting race this year, the uh, Devonport Chase. Got three horses in the market, but then a, a dog there back at a bit of a price and knocked them off. So Ferdinand Boy is the favourite. Was a dollar ninety-five out to two fifteen now. Been good money for Superior Wallace. It's been three sixty into two ninety. Sacred Dance four twenty into three fifty. But there's been an interesting move here for Aston Lee. It opened thirteen dollars. It's now into six dollars fifty. It's the Ludbrokes market mover, and then you can have any old price the rest. But it's a really, uh, really good race. I am with the favourite here, though, Ferdinand Boy. Uh, he's got a great record this track and distance. It's uh, a Devonport specialist basically. It's had forty three starts. Uh, over this distance, I should say, for 25 wins. Uh, it's got a good record at the track. So it ticks all the boxes. me. It's a deserving favourite, but uh, interesting move here for the eight, Aston Lee. Oh, it's a bloody good race as well. So looking forward to it. Hey, mate. Can I, is it... <laughs> I actually thought Bossy was going to do the uh, the Ledbrokes cross today. I was given wrong information. Um, <laughs> is anyone having a bet outside of Spanish Mission now? Because uh, as much as we like our cash and always gamble responsibly, we can be a sentimental mob as well, which means Bossy's on the red-hot favourite and he's going to have the emotions and the sentiment tomorrow. Is anyone had a bet on anything in the race other than Spanish Mission? 
Now, all the money, all week, basically, has been for Spanish Mission. A lot of the biggest bets we've taken all weekend were Spanish Mission. And then ever since Fossey announced the retirement, he's been $1.60 into $1.50. So it's been one-way traffic here. We've got two Labrokes ambassadors uh, teaming up. Very exciting. Trainer Peter Mooney, jockey Glenn Boss. So we're pretty excited. But I'm the one that's uh, trying to ruin the party because I quite like warning here. I think Warning is absolutely flying this preparation. Team Freeman, I think they've been placing him to perfection. He won the Randwick St. Ledger in Sydney, won the Queen Elizabeth. They've bypassed the Caulfield Cup. They've bypassed the Melbourne Cup. And they've made plenty of prize money uh, in doing so. And I just think he's going to be right there on the speed like he was last start with Damien Oliver in the saddle. And Spanish Mission, he's obviously a very good stayer. But most of his better form has been over 3,200 metres. So if Warning uh, goes to the front, kicks clear at the top of the Caulfield straight... Uh, Spanish Mission might uh, might not have the turn of foot to run him down. So I think it's going to be a, a really interesting race. Obviously, sentimentally cheering for Bossy, cheering, cheering for Peter Moody. But I think it might be a closer race than the market suggests. Yeah, I, I look forward to it. Can't wait to it. Uh, Tommy, any last words for us? Anything else for us before you let us go? Uh, best bet early in the day for me at Caulfield in the Sandown Cup in ca- accountability. Uh, yep. It's been racing yep. well, this preparation. was really good in the Maccas run. Just looks perfectly suited to the two-mile of this Sandown Cup. So it's my best of the day. A race two, number four, accountability. Beautifully done. Thank you, mate. Thanks, boys. Giddy up, punters. Lad broke it. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. How's your bet looking early? Oh, I wouldn't mind a few more points. Uh, just a big sack there on uh, Josh Allen. Um, so end of the first quarter, mm-hmm. 7-0. You, you, like, you like to sort of be around 14, maybe mm-hmm. 17 in the first quarter mm-hmm. on an overs bet. Mm, no, I, I I agree. Anyway, I agree. You'll get high there. scoring. What about the last uh, the last quarter of of one of the games last week was like fifty points were scored. It was Pittsburgh and uh, who did they try and run down? Was it the Chargers? Yes, yeah. it was Pittsburgh and the Steelers and the Chargers. Fifty. I took the unders and yeah. I was looking good. <laughs> no, I swear to God, I was looking good at three quarters. You would have bloody oath you were. And then I got off my bike and the, yeah. sc- and the combined scores were like eighty. I was yeah, like, what I'll tell the you hell? what, you were real flat, just like your tire. <laughs> uh, all thanks to Ladbroke, giddy up punters, Ladbroke at Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 I'm trying to um just on the Devonport Cup, of course. So many great golf courses in Tasmania. I'm just I'm just trying to do a little side deal. To have us go down and, and, and hope we've got plenty of SEN track family listening down to there, us yeah. in, in, in Tasmania. Damn right. Just trying to get a couple of little things just working to see if we can get a couple of people join us on the you know, one of the amazing world-class courses yes. down there. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love a world-class course because I am not a world-class golfer. No. I'm not. a putrid golfer, but I love good courses. Exactly. Um, hey, two meetings have been abandoned from today's uh, Musselbrook and Mount Barker. So... Punners, if you've just tuned in, uh, there's some night racing tonight. Mooney Valley, Canterbury and Sunshine Coast. We'll be covering Wodonga, Canberra and Port Lincoln, Mackay and Albany. Mm-hmm. But uh, Mount Barker and Musselbrook are gone. Good luck, punners. Nice show by you today, Cam. Mm-hmm. It was it was a good, good hour as it always is. We're always. getting out of here. All right. See you.